This episode is brought to you by the Renovate program, a program specifically built to help busy professionals renovate their everyday to create the time to change. So here's the question. In our professional services businesses where the rules were written decades ago and the world keeps changing, how do we as experts grow our businesses, support our people, meet disruption, all while staying true to ourselves and our values so that we can thrive? That's the question. This is the In Demand Accountant. I'm Sam Dean, your host, and this show explores the answers. Stay tuned and enjoy some brave conversations. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the In Demand Accountant. I'm Sam Dean. So I'm actually recording this just as um, the end of financial year comes up, 30th of June 2021, just in case you're listening to it at a different time. As a trained accountant, um, you know, obviously the 30th of June means a lot. And to most businesses all around the world, obviously the 30th of June is the start of a new financial year. And uh, some weirdo accountants certainly tend to celebrate this sometimes even more than the calendar year as well. Over the last sort of 15 to 20 years, I've always used this time to do a bit of a reflection on what's going on. And, you know, more recently over the last seven years, I've taken the last week of June off um, just because I can and, you know, really reflecting and how we want to go forward going So it's a really important time for me and I'm just back from my end of financial year um, retreat from Stradbroke Island, which is a beautiful island that I go to near to here and it's a really important part of my rest pattern now. On reflecting 2021, it was a really interesting um, reflection to me considering that, you know, going into 2020, obviously, you know, with COVID and everything, there was a lot going on. But another thing that I really had noticed is um, that there wasn't a lot of real significant change, if you like, in the accounting industry in particular, and in some ways in business as well. We were quite reflective, you know, looking back the 20 years to 2000 at that stage. And, you know, going into 21, I've actually been really picking up a bit of a theme and rumbling over the past few months. We've been actually working with other people outside what was our focus area, the accounting industry, who have come to us through various means and stuff, and also accountants as well. And then, you know, there's really been, you know, there must be more that, more to it than this. And is there a better way to do business or, or I'm exhausted or burnt out or whatever has been going on with them? But you know what? I'm also really concerned. I'm also seeing that we've gone through a lot of hard stuff in the last couple of years and last year, and there has been massive disruption, both positive and very negative. But I'm starting to see people slip back. Oh, I'll just try it again, or I'm just going to do my planning the same way I've always done. And there's a lot of, oh, we want to change and we want to do this and we want to do that, which I have heard before, but there's no, well, how are we going to do that? What is going to be actually different? And the one thing I know for sure is that to find that better way, it has to be built for you and around you. And I don't think there's enough focus. And how do I know this and why am I saying that? Well, when I was reflecting back on my holidays, it was really interesting. I was looking back through my seriously old journals. I didn't realize actually that I had journaled all the way back and I found one that was back to 2004. I actually said to my husband that, oh, I thought I only really started journaling in the last six or seven years. And he managed to say to me, no, (laughs) you've always done that. 
And I was really horrified to the one that went all the way back to 2004 that some of the same things I've been struggling with back then were exactly the same as what I'd been struggling with over the last few years as well and that they kept repeating themselves and coming up. And then when I got a, got a bit more curious and went forward a little bit, you know, there was, really was a, a reoccurring theme, some of which I have under control now, some not so much. But the big theme for me was that I really wanted to find time for the things that gave me passion while still building the business. Now, back in 2004, I was actually running a tree services business with my husband. Um, It was a gap in my accounting career and we had two small children. One at this stage was very, very small, only a few months old. and, And Cameron, who's now 19, was two. And Even owning our own business at that stage, I did find this reoccurring theme that how I didn't have the time, energy, and sometimes money, but one of those three at all times, either I didn't have the time, but I had the energy and money or vice versa. But these three things that really move as an energy was all, you know, always thing. And I didn't really have time to do um, some of my passions for me. It's horse riding, you know, and what we wanted to do in the family and business. And as you all know, and, and some of you probably already done, you go into a business to have more time, control and money, and that often <laughs> doesn't quite go that way. And if you have one, you might not have the other and whatever happens as well. And I certainly am working towards business models and, and in my own business as well now to do this. But I was, as I said, really seeing this constant patterning of where the blocks were and, you know, what my struggles were and they were reasonably all the same thing. So it's like, well, how can we change this? And back then I think one of the things that I discovered in that particular business, it was that we didn't have a passion and and certainly when I was in that business I I wanted, when I did go back to public practice, the, the whole idea then was to really start helping business owners solve that problem and then also solve their business problems. I became very aware of how lonely owning a business was and perhaps how we needed to advise them. So I thought, you know, going back into an accounting practice, and I also thought going back into an accounting practice where there's lots of more people could help me also with the time control thing because, you know, even back then I truly believed that we need to create businesses that connect with our personal goals and deliver to them and that it's an all of play. What I mean by that is that, we create our businesses and our lifestyles and our personal lives because we're all one person and, you know, they should all reflect each other and they should all have time for everything that drives us personally and what that could look like. Wasn't very clear about that then but very much clear now. So what happened then? Well, I can tell you, 10 years on, this is what happened. It was Monday the 30th of June 2014 And I was walking away from a successful accounting business that gave me financial security success. You know, I had every aspect of societal success and I was walking away. And frankly, I was walking away to save my life. I wasn't physically sick by cultural norms. I actually had no big trauma, external physical sickness. And I didn't really have any viable, acceptable reasons. And But this was ignoring the fact that I was depressed, unfit, overweight, burnt out and also an alcoholic. These are all fairly normal, particularly in our professional worlds. And everyone around me kind of looked the same and we all worked hard and party hard and thought we all pretty much had it under control. So why was I leaving? 
Look, I can tell you at the time, even my logical pragmatic side, I wasn't even certain why I was leaving. My training and upbringing was screaming, what are you doing? And it was filling me with a lot of doubts and fears. The inner script that I was playing was that it will be okay, just keep going. You can put up with this okay. But I knew, I really knew that I really had to get out of there, otherwise my health or something worse would happen. And this is not where I needed to be and not going towards that vision that I talked about before of really making that change. I was leaving the definition of success, both as an individual and as a business. I had really good money. In fact, if I or my fellow leaders didn't hit targets and everything, we still actually got it. I had the prestige of calling myself a partner and was something that I had aspired to throughout my career. And I know that it's something that most professional or expert people do aspire to. I was a leader in a business that did eight figures. And even today, that's a very rare thing for a woman. I was a national speaker on how to introduce changes into accounting practices, particularly around the business advisory offerings. I had developed a great program that promised to build businesses that did not compromise personal dreams. And I was getting some traction, but not a lot, particularly with clients. But I couldn't really get a lot of traction within the firm itself and also in my heart because it transpires that when you have a product, you really have to live it and you've got to walk the walk and not just talk it. But I really was unseen, unheard and burnt out. I had no tools or knowledge of what to do about it. The business I was leaving was a good business, but it wasn't safe for me or my vision at that stage. Everyone in it wanted change as long as it didn't cost time, money or inconvenience. Values were something we hung on the wall because marketing people said that we should do it. People were not allowed to bring their problems to work. And I must admit, I had been guilty of saying things like that as well at the time. Emotions and feelings were only allowed if they were good emotions and weren't too much. Safe conversation was having one when the person involved was not in the room. Professional development meant more titles and was very much technically based. Professional development was, well, what was it? <laughs> like It really wasn't a thing. And do you know what? This was all unintentional. Everybody in that business was doing and I was doing the best we could. And I still truly believe the professional services and expert businesses and the people who are in them should be central advisors to business owners. With our help, we can influence and empower so many people as most working adults are employed by businesses and we had access to business owners and we still do. This makes sense, right? But it wasn't working and in some respects it still isn't in the expert businesses. While I believe that this should happen this way, I realize it wasn't going to, and I even realize that still now. Change requires a shift and many small ones. And when success is measured, how it is generally measured in business today by how much you earn and your ability to buy stuff, there will be no change, no matter how much people talk about it. This is not working. And the success that I was measuring myself was not working for me. And I had to look for a better way and that better way needed to be based on the foundation I already had as I worked pretty damn hard to get to that point. So I got curious to find a way that was not just settling for what's already there, but what else was out there as well. And so I began firstly a personal journey 
that now, of course, weaves into my business one. And those two are not separated. So what have I learned? I've learned that going forward, we need to renovate and build businesses around what we already have. And then we need to build these businesses in a safe way that actually have the people as center. They become places to live and enjoy rather than places that you work so you can live. They are safe places where you can bring your whole person to work. They make lots and lots of money on your terms and what you want. They inspire us. They leave us with energy rather than taking energy and depleting it. We do this one step at a time. We renovate existing businesses or we build new ones based on the renovated business models. We take the good bones, the foundation, the framework, the vision, people, systems, processes and product and we link them into the financial statements and we actually then wrap around the framework, leadership, core values, accountability and safety. The business models we have and the frames that we have at the moment are not the problem. It's what we actually do with them and what drives them that is. So often what drives them is actually people and humans and they're not spreadsheets. And the skills that we need to really drive them and become more human-centric style of businesses have not been taught to us. When we become experts or whatever it is that you have learned that you do in your everyday, if you're any kind of medical, finance, legal, whatever it is, electrician, carpenter, it takes you years, anywhere from three, seven, ten years to learn your craft, to be technical. It takes approximately 12 minutes to start a business if you want to register an ATSIC, you know, do an ABN and whatever. It's this gap that we have to fill. The biggest thing is in business, the biggest gap are interpersonal dynamic skills of humans. And then how do we actually do that and create that change while still making money at the same time? These are all the questions that we need to answer. But for now, I want to leave you with something very similarly. And I hope that that my story really, you know, leading back to how I opened this, if we want to change, we have to start somewhere and we do need to change our behavior and our skills because the definition of insanity is to try the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. Whatever you need to do, you need to shift one thing where I think the best place to start is really redefining success for yourself. And this is the first step. So what I want you to do is really going away from this particular podcast is really to do what I did and do all the time, reflect back like I have done. It's super powerful, if not somewhat uncomfortable. What it is that you want and concentrate on your feelings here, not money in the bank or anything like that, that will come. But what you want to be doing, who you want to be, how you want to be feeling, what is it now that really blocks you and frustrates you and what that you don't want there in the future. Really sit back and look at that. And if the words, if should comes up, that's not one of your things that you may want. Ignore all your yes buts, this won't work, anything, just put it down and do it. Here's what I've learned about doing this. You need to take time and space to do it. It will gain you that time back later, tenfold, hundredfold. Secondly, 
Get clear on what you want saves you an immense amount of not just time, but energy and money. And the last one is getting clear with all your internal and your external noise is actually really hard to do, but worthwhile doing it. To help you out with this and something that we've found very powerful in our programs and we really want to focus on, we have created what we call a new success retreat that helps you do just what I discussed. The link is below. Please apply. It's on application. We want to find out and we want to make sure that this is something really that you will get a lot of benefit from. And we're going to try to make as many as we can live and upfront and personal. No matter what happens with COVID or anything, we will be running these. And no matter how difficult we're going to get it done because it's so important, fill out the link below and then we'll give you a call. And then next week, I'd like you to take you through once you've kind of thought about what success looks like for you in a little bit, how to start actually infusing some of the principles that I quickly outlined today into your businesses with new skills and behaviours one step at a time. And we'll also be now announcing how we are embracing our walk and not just talking about it in Blueprint HQ itself. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Be brave and continue the conversation. If you want to get a different result for your business and you're sick and tired of spinning on the same hamster wheel every year, we are running a series of workshops that will get you off it. They're very pragmatic. You'll come away with a plan and then also the skills to actually execute the plan as well. So set up a one-on-one call with me for 15 minutes and explore if this is right for you. And as usual, we look forward to continuing the conversation and be brave.